What's up, everybody? This is Eve with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. For those of you who don't know, I'm a physical therapist, and this podcast is dedicated to giving you the right health and fitness information that is both practical, actionable, and evidence-based. This is season two of the podcast, and we are so excited. We're going to have a little less interviewing. We're going to do some more topic-based discussions with myself and some of the made-to-move physical therapy and performance team. Maybe have some guest hosts out there. We are so excited for season two. Thank you so much for joining us and supporting us. If you have any questions for me or the crew, just search Healthy Charleston on Instagram or you can reach out to us directly at made to move pt.com that is the number two thanks so much see you soon what's up everyone welcome back to the healthy charleston podcast on today's podcast we have jennifer bellini founder of moving forward health and wellness so jen and i talk all about her journey with health and wellness and how she's found her passion through that meditation, mental health, mindset, self-care, and what that really means. Jen loves working with people to help them live their best lives. If you want to work with Jen, you can find her at movingforwardhealthandwellness.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. Today, I have with me Jen Bellini, wellness coach and owner and founder of Moving Forward Health and Wellness. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, thanks, Hannah. Thanks happy for having me. You. I'm yeah. so happy to be here. All right. So tell me a little bit about what Moving Forward Health and Wellness is. So I founded Moving Forward Health and Wellness a couple of years ago, but it was really based on my own personal journey of health and wellness. Um, I started my own journey probably seven years ago, six, seven years ago. I was in a very unhappy marriage, depressed, a lot of anxiety. Uh, 45 pounds overweight, didn't know how to eat right, didn't work out, all things unhealthy. And then um, one day I had this realization that I just didn't want to live like this anymore. I knew I was unhealthy, I was unhappy, um, and I started my journey. I started working out, I started learning how to eat healthy, clean foods. Um, I mean, it was a long journey, it didn't happen overnight, but you know. At the end of the day, I lost 45 pounds. Dang. I got my mind in a mm-hmm. way better position. My anxiety is, I wouldn't say gone, but, you know, really you know gone, I don't right? think it'll ever be gone. Yeah. But um, I have, I'm in a position where I can better manage it. Um, I have no more meds for depression, any of that. And, you know, I just, I'm healthy and happy holistically all the way around. And... The day that I really kind of realized, wow, I did this to myself. Mm -hmm. I'm so much happier. I'm so much healthier. And I feel so much better about who I am as a person and just the confidence and and all the things, the good feelings. I said, you know, I want every woman to feel that way. I want every woman should feel empowered. Every woman should feel confident and feel, you know, all around happy with who they are. And if I can make one person or 1,500 people feel that way, then I'll do it. Because I really honestly believe every woman deserves to live their best life. Heck yes. Yeah. Podcast over. <laughs> that was great. I love that. And done. <laughs> so what was that journey like for you? How did you start? 
Okay, so let's go back to like the diets that don't work. Yes. Okay. Okay. The Jenny Craig's, oh the Nutrisystems, right? Okay, so I've tried all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and while they don't work. Well, I mean, okay, let's go to, let's spend $3,000 on all these meals, right, that Mm. don't taste all that great, but I'm like, well, I need to lose weight, so this is what I think I should do, because that's what it said on the TV infomercial, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I did lose 10 pounds. For $3,000? For (laughs) $3,000, but I gained it all right back. Yeah. Because what they don't teach you is, what do you do when you're done with that? Right? What food should you really be eating? Why should you be eating that? What portion sizes should you be eating? They don't teach you any of that. They don't really make you independent. No, they don't. And so you just regress right back to eating the foods that you ate before Nutrisystem or Jenny Craig Mm -hmm. or Weight Watchers or whatever. So I I just want to make clear, like, I'm not saying that they don't work. They work short term. Definitely. But they don't work long term. It's like a kickstart. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So... I started with that, and then I started going to, I think it was East Shore Fitness at the time. Yeah. I don't even, <laughs> it's O2 Fitness now. Oh, really? It's O2 Fitness now, yeah. Um, so I started going there. and um, By yourself? By myself, and I was, like, on the treadmill, and that was it. Like, I would walk down to the weight room, and I'm like, you see all these buff people, and I'm like, yeah, that's not me. Let me go back Never to the mind. treadmill, right? So then I started doing, they had, like, group fitness classes. So I started doing that, and then I don't know, I just got bored, and... I still was eating crappy because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just got separated from my husband, ex-husband, and I started doing group fitness at Orange Theory, which was amazing. Like, I never really had a workout outlet that I actually liked and enjoyed and kept going back to. Okay. It was always yeah. like, you know, those New Year resolutions where you're like, I'm going to work out, I'm going to work out, and lose all this mm-hmm. weight. And you do it for, what, a month? And then you're like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. That didn't happen to me. It just, it was like this um, bounce of energy, I guess you could say. And I was like, this is amazing. The workouts were great. Um, and then I started working out with a personal trainer and he had me doing a meal plan and um, it was great. And I was really successful at it. And um, I, it just kind of went from there. And the next thing I know, I would look down and I was like, oh my God, look, there's an app right here. What was going on? I was like, this is great. Um, but then I really just started kind of doing research on my own um, about nutrition. You know, what what style is best for me. Um, and so I went back to school and um, with Precision Nutrition. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So I went to Precision Nutrition and got yeah. my level one certification. So I work a lot with um, women, middle-aged women, mm-hmm. who are overweight. And we really um, talk about and I teach them what foods that you should be eating and kind of like what foods should we remove from your diet. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you come in and go, here's your meal plan, have at it, see you later, bye. You know, because yeah. that can be really overwhelming when you don't know anything, right? Um, and co- and at the same point when I was doing that, I also um, was going to school to get my wellness certificate. Mm-hmm. So I got certified to be a wellness coach through the um, IEWP. So... Here I am, right? So what exactly does that mean, wellness coach? So it really kind of is a lifestyle coaching, if you will, right? So it's a holistic way of living. So we talk about um, anything life in in your life that you are struggling with. But I focus on strictly four pillars of health, Mm -hmm. physical, nutrition, emotional, and spiritual. So 
I just kind of call myself a wellness coach because everybody's goals are different, right? You could be struggling with anxiety. Um, you could be struggling with um, emotional eating, any type of thing. So we work really through those types of issues and get you to a point to where you feel comfortable making decisions, good decisions, good healthy decisions, creating good healthy habits um, in a holistic way. So, did you have anyone like that to help you on your journey? No, you I did not. Did by no, yourself. not at all. And you know, I'm. If you know me, every you know, I'm. I'm a very warm, fuzzy person. I like to talk about all things, feelings, mm-hmm. and you know, all the things. And um, I really connected. Um, I guess a couple years ago, I want to say two years ago, but it may have been three years ago. I started doing beach body coaching. Okay. And that's when I really kind of realized. This is not about working out as hard as you can or like being on the strictest diet. This is really about um, feelings and your emotions and really connecting mm-hmm. to other women um, because that's at the end of the day my my thought process, right? Um, yes, you want to have a good health and you know physical and nutrition, but um, emotionally is where I think it all begins, right? In how we perceive. Um, our lives and how we perceive how we're feeling and our limited beliefs and all the things, right? Yeah, your your mindset and your attitude and the way you perceive things Absolutely. is the way that you handle everything. Absolutely. So I see a lot of people who aren't in fitness at all, who get into fitness for whatever reason, and then it's like they almost take all of their previous negativity and now it's toward fitness. And right. now it's like, well, if I, if I don't hit this goal, if I don't run this fast, if I don't hit this way, and if I'm not number one on the whiteboard, mm-hmm. then I've failed. And I'm like, right. you didn't change anything. Right. You just redirected your anxiety. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's so interesting that you say that because just today, um, I mean, even though I, you know, am a wellness coach and I practice, I do practice everything that I preach, but I am human, yeah. right? So today I was working out and... Um, you know, Alan from Rhapsody Fitness. He, I know him a little You know, <laughs> everybody's always sneaking in and putting heavy weights oh my on gosh. myself and t- putting the boxes, you know, higher for me. And yeah. I'm like, and I got really angry today because, you know, he flipped my box up and I'm like, I can't jump that high. I can't do it. And I did a few and, and I, but at the time it was slower and I was like, you're going to ruin my time. I need to get my time. I need to get it done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like down on myself because I'm like, I have to, I have to, I have to, I can't, I can't, I can't. And, you know, you know, we say mean things to people when we're kind of angry. No, and I, I, say, say. I was like, get away from me. I do not like you. it right now, right? Um, I apologize after the fact. Oh but but it's the same thing. You know, you know, I, I try to have a good outlook on things, but it's hard when you're in the in the mix of it. Yeah, you know, we're all so human. yeah, so you know, he has to remind me. So I kind of look to Alan as like my kind of coach. You know, yeah. he, you know, he keeps me straight. So. I think everybody needs a coach. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like as a PT, like I have all the injuries. Yeah. So, like, yeah. for you to say that you have the perfect mindset, you right. never struggle with anything, right. Right. it's just... It's not. That's false. It, yeah, unrealistic, and it also wouldn't make you relatable. Right. And because you've been through all of this and you've done it yourself... Right. You know how to best relate to people just like you. Absolutely. Yeah. So, how would... How... If I was struggling with something, like, what would the process look like? What's it like working so I with have, you? I have... Um, a 12-week program, mm-hmm. which um, encompasses, you know, 
a nutrition plan depending on each person's mm-hmm. goals, right? Um, we will sit down and go through, well, what are you eating today? What does that look like, right? Mm-hmm. And here's an ideal meal plan and let's try to get you there because I don't believe in restrictions, right? I don't, I don't want you to say to me, I eat three meals a day and they're all fried food. Well, I'm going to tell you, here's what an ideal meal plan looks like, and here's what we're going to start, and here's how we're going to get there. We're going to take one meal, and we're going to remove the fried, and we're going to incorporate fruits and vegetables and good carbs and protein and all that. Um, But so we'll come up with a 12-week plan as far as a meal plan goes. Um, We will also talk about your emotional and spiritual goals and your fitness goals, right? I am not a trainer, so I refer out, right? Um, But we come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. And if you need help managing stress, so say you're a mindful or a mindless eater, right? Mm. Emotional eater, because that's where my experience is. Yeah. Um, I have many practices that we can work on to get you to a point where you're not reaching for that bag of chips at 3 o'clock or the peppermint patties that, you know, you hide under your desk like I used to. That sounds like very specific. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then from a spiritual perspective is really like I, I really preach a lot about having a deeper, meaningful connection with yourself. So I do a lot of meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, but every again, everybody's different. But we come up with here's your goals. What's your why? Because your why is the biggest, biggest component of this. If you don't have a why and you have nothing to reach for, it doesn't really work out long term, right? Do you feel like it's easy for you to get to that why? I think, well, in my experience, I've had clients that come to me and say, I just want to look like you. You're like, why? And I'm like, well, why? Mm -hmm. Right? You need to have that why. Um, and then I've had other clients that say, you know what? I'm just so tired. I don't know what I'm eating. I'm eating junk all the time. I don't kind of, I don't work out, but I kind of work out. Maybe I take a walk. I'm, I'm so unhappy. I'm stressed all the time, you know? Um, and I just work with the, with everybody's, you know, different, um, goals and such. But I always ask is my first question. Why are you here? Why do you want me to help you? Because if you can't remember your why, it, it just to me it doesn't really work out because point? you as a person have to be ready to make mm-hmm. that switch to make that lifestyle change and to um, start creating those healthy habits because it's hard. Oh yeah, there, it's a huge yeah. lifestyle change. There are some days that you're just like, forget this, I'm not doing this anymore. I have no interest. But you have to come back to your why. What's your vision for your life? What's your vision for why you want to lose ten pounds or why you um you know, want to decrease your anxiety. It's the biggest piece, you know. What was your why? <laughs> well, I, I can tell you, I remember specifically, I was married and I was in the bathroom. And I just looked up in the mirror and I just started crying because I said, I hate myself. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I feel. I had these two little babies and I don't want to be around them. I can't stand being around my ex-husband. Well, my ex-husband now. But, yeah. Um, I don't want to be here anymore. I just want to run away. Um, I said, enough. I can't do this anymore. I don't want to live like this anymore. Um, and I said, I have to do this for me. And I have to do this for my kids. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want my kids to grow up with an unhappy mother. Because yeah. that's what happened to me. And 
kind of just... It's just kind of, you know... Bleeds down into exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. So how long did you feel that way before you finally, you know, looked yourself in the mirror and you were like, I can't take this uh, anymore? A good four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. A wow. long time. Yeah. Like, just kind of accepted it. Yeah. Yeah. And then why did you finally... Like, did something change? Was there, like, an opportunity that you finally were like, I can change. I can do this. I think it was really, um, you know, after I tried the whole Nutrisystem, all yeah. those diets, and I lost 10 pounds, mm-hmm. that gave me a little boost of confidence to kind of keep going. But then um, I, I think it was really just kind of falling back into the rut of, I don't know what I'm going to do now. I don't have $3,000 to keep buying Nutrisystem. Yeah. And I started doing research on my own and started getting into those group fitness classes. Just really kind of gave me that boost of confidence. Seeing myself being able to lose weight. Seeing myself mm-hmm. really being able to sit with myself and um, be still and journal and kind of deal with my own anxiety and the underlying issues of my anxiety. Um, it just really gave me that burst of like you know, self-esteem and Mm -hmm. confidence and like, damn, look at me, look how far I've come and I still have this far to go and I'm going to keep going. It's kind of like positive feedback, right? It's like, I can do this. I've done this so I can keep going. Exactly. It just feeds into that. Exactly. Instead of that whole, like, I can't do this, so I won't. Yeah. How far into, so this was seven years ago, right? Yeah, seven, eight years ago. At what point did you decide that you wanted this to be your business? When did you start that? Um, I'm going to say maybe about three years ago. So I started doing okay. beach body coaching. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I really didn't like the whole let's push the products. Yeah, what exactly I, is... I've heard of beach body. Um, but... So it's online It's online workouts, okay. right? Or um, virtual workouts, if you will. And they also sell um, like protein powders mm-hmm. and pre-workouts and different products, beach body products. And... I'm not a product pusher. I don't want to be a product pusher. Um, I don't want people pushing their products on me. And anyway, so I just kind of, I got into really the whole feelings part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember going to a conference. um, I can't remember where it was, but Indiana, I think, or Indianapolis. And I just remember connecting with a bunch of women and hearing their stories were the same as mine. Well, almost the same, you know, Mm -hmm. similar, you know, middle or middle age. was it? It was like a beach body conference. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like and they talked about really um you know your why mm-hmm. and um you know believing in yourself and you don't have to like work out six times a day oh, to well, you know, exaggerating. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> some just saying that. Yeah. Elite athletes, yeah. But it really just kind of came down to like all the feelings and and connecting mm-hmm. with other women and I was like, "You know what?" I, I have gifts to share. I want to help other people, and I'm very intuitive, and I will help as many people as I want to because I feel this good, and so should everybody else. Yeah. Um, so I guess I stopped doing Beach Body because of the mm-hmm. whole products, but then I started thinking, well, how can I do this on my own? Um, and then, of course, I got help from Trinity mm-hmm. um, at Rapsy Fitness, and he yeah. helped me along and um, gave me some great ideas, and I just started from there. And, you know, really, I mean, it started, and it probably still is, I call it my passion project, because, you know, I don't do this full-time. Mm-hmm. You know, I have two kids. That's pretty much you a full-time have other job. full-time jobs. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I also um, have a full-time job in corporate America. But one day I would really like to um, focus on my business full-time. So someday soon, 
Yeah. And then you do some other things on the side too, right? Yeah. So I also teach meditation at Still Soul. Okay. Um, once a week and um and during quarantine I was doing them on my own too virtually okay so yeah that was good so I did get certified to teach meditation oh, nice. um, yeah I finished that during quarantine so that was good oh yeah so yeah I went to the Chopra Center mm-hmm. um you know Deepak Chopra Chopra um and he has a course in primordial sound meditation yes this is yeah. what I hear all about yeah what is this okay so it is so amazing. Like, I love meditation. Is this the thing that Trinity said that was just, like, screaming? Okay. I don't know what he was talking about. I don't about. know. He was either. crazy. But, <laughs> but um, so meditation, honestly, here's how I got into that. I know told you, like, I have severe anxiety. And one of my therapists that I was seeing years ago said, you need to meditate, you need to sit and be still and be quiet. And I'm like, no, only weird people meditate. I'm not doing that. Like, it was very, you know, stereotype in my head, Mm -hmm. and I was being very judgmental about it. But I would say probably about a year ago, I started meditating, not consistently. And I would say probably within six weeks of meditating, I started feeling more focused a lot of clarity. I was really fully um, living in the present moment, if you will, right? And I could see things more for what they were, even my own feelings. And even when I say to people, you know, live in your truth, speak your truth, like maybe I wasn't 100% into that, right? Like I was and I thought I was, but then after meditating for so long, I said, wow, I really wasn't. And here's where I'm going, and here's where um, I need to be. And I don't know, I have a lot less anxiety, a lot less stress. Well, I shouldn't say a lot less stress, but it's easier to manage. When yeah, you, when, when it's you, a good way to put when it. You, yeah, when you meditate, because really what you're doing is you're quieting your mind and all the thoughts, um, you know, all the 60,000 thoughts yeah. that we have all day long that we don't even realize that we're having. Mm-hmm. And it clears out that space. And How do you do that? It's, can you teach me? Yeah, I can totally teach you. It's so <laughs> much fun. Like a yeah, I mean, there's so many different types of meditations, but the one I'm certified in is a, is mantra based. So you're silently repeating a mantra um, to yourself, and there's other components to it, but um, it's just it's calming to your nervous system, to your mind, mm-hmm. and you bring that back into your day to day life. So I've noticed that I'm less reactive to people oh I need that (laughs) yeah so you know and and even with my kids I mean I'm not perfect but like when they're fighting and screaming and mommy mommy I'm like yes versus "Ah," and screaming and carrying on a little bit more yeah controlled yeah so it's it's there's so much benefit to it and honestly it cultivates um more compassion it cultivates more gratitude um and more love for yourself and for others it's, it's really an amazing thing. The only meditation I've ever done... So, you know, the app Headspace. No. Oh. Okay, so it's like no. a meditation app. It's pretty okay. much like how to get started meditation. Okay. And it sounds like... So it's this guy with an accent that honestly reminds me of like if a parrot was sitting on your shoulder. Like how <laughs> he would talk. But it's like strangely soothing. Yeah. And it's like 10 minutes. There's a free trial. And of course, all I did was the free trial. I should have bought it. And I, it, you just like counted... To 10. You counted your breaths and then you started over. Right. But I would just always fall asleep. Yeah. Which was great. Which was you know what that great. means, right? It means you need more sleep. Oh, well, of course <laughs> I do. Who doesn't? So, like, to hear that 
you know, there's a lot of different kinds of meditation. Yeah. It's not really, I feel like a lot of people think yeah. it's just like, oh, you're sitting there and then you're trying to quiet your thoughts. No. I feel like no, a lot of them are guided. Um, okay. So, you know, it just depends. Um, like the one I do is 30 minutes long. Wow. And it's guided. Is that... It's really only about 10 to 12 minutes in complete silence. But okay. also remember, you're repeating a mantra to yourself silently. Okay. So while it's not guided and you don't hear anybody's mm-hmm. voices, you know, you're internally like, you're hearing your own or feeling mm-hmm. your own vibration from you silently repeating that. Mantra. And it's 30 minutes, like the typical time or is yeah. that? Okay. Yeah, I would say so. Like, like I, I always recommend to my clients who have never meditated mm-hmm. before, start out five minutes. And if you really can't even sit still for five minutes, do three minutes. Yeah. Just start somewhere. Just start somewhere and then just gradually increasing it. When do you find is like the best time of day to meditate? Um, twice a day. Okay. First thing in the morning. Okay. Right when you wake up? Right when you wake up. Before I brush my teeth? No. So I get up, I go pee. Yeah, okay. I'll go pee or before? Go go pee. Um, and then meditate. Okay. And because your body's awake, Mm because if you just wake up, put, you know, set the alarm and you're just going to fall back to sleep. Yeah. Um, so meditate then. And then, um, I do it after like my daytime job. Mm -hmm. So like after work, when you have some quiet time before you go into like nighttime routine, Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, you can also do it lasting at night. But the problem with that is you may fall asleep because you're so tired. Yeah. And I was laying down. Yeah. And the lights were off. Yeah. And I feel like it's a good transition from, like, your work day mm-hmm. to, like, going home. So, you're having, you know, having that balance. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that. Like, that kind of break. Yeah. And so, what would be, like, the first step? Like, if I was like, oh, I want to go home and I want to start meditating. How do I start? Well, you call me. Okay, great. <laughs> go to yes, yes. You call me yes. and I'll come over to your house and help you. Um, but, I mean, they, you know, I use the Insight Timer app mm-hmm. and I use the Calm app as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't guide my own self. I mean, I can, yeah. but I don't. Um, I use apps and I also use the Chopra app. There's a lot of different med- meditations out there. They're all guided. And you can do them at different time, like different time increments. So I'd say go to one of those apps and start where you feel comfortable as far as the time um, and as the time goes. Yeah. What do you? So you say mantra. Like, what are you repeating to yourself? So there's different mantras, but the one that I work with is um, based on your time of birth and place of birth. It's all based on astrology, Vedic astrology. Oh, it's really really cool. Yeah, well, sort of. I'm I mean, I'm, I'm learning a lot more. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I never used to be, but I learn more and more about it. And the more I learn, I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we each have a personal mantra. And it's all, again, oh. it's all based on, you know, person, uh, mm-hmm. date of birth and time of birth and where the moon and the stars and everything aligned with. Um, so if you are interested in obtaining a personal mantra... Please call me because we'll go through some instructions and I'll teach you all about the primordial sound meditation mm-hmm. in general. And then at the end, we have a personal instruction and then I will give you your personal mantra. I want right? that. Okay. We Perfect. should do that. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. But normally, like um, in my classes that I teach at Still Soul, mm-hmm. some people don't have mantras. So I do like a general mantra mm-hmm. um, for people to, um, to repeat silently. Um, some have meanings and some do not. And the mantra that we use for primordial sound does not have a meaning. A meaning. It is truly based on the vibration of the universe at the time of your birth. Whoa. It's pretty cool. I don't even know what that means, but I'm interested. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And how often do you teach? I teach once a week. It's still okay. sold. And where yeah. is that? It's downtown, but the studio is not open. Okay. Um, so we're still doing virtual, virtual right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. How long have you been doing that for? 
what month is this? July? Oh August. August. Oh, August. I know, right? So I've been teaching there for a couple months, and then I started teaching before that on my own. So I would say four or five months now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, because I was in school for a year doing it. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So you got the nutrition, the mm-hmm. wellness coach, and the meditation. Yeah. Are there any other certifications that you want to get in the future? I don't know. I kind of want to be a psychologist, to be honest with you. Um, but like you go know. back to school. Yeah. yeah. How many is, is that? A master's? I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. Like yeah. I've not really looked into it, but like just the more I read about the human mind mm-hmm. and um, just why we do things and why we behave the way we behave, it's fascinating. And, um, it's really fascinating. Yeah. And you could help people a lot. Oh, like um, a, a yeah. Tremendous I mean, amount. I yeah. have been doing a lot of psyche therapy. Mm. which, you know, is just um, working on limited beliefs and, and deconditioning our minds. What does that mean, limited belief? So, you know, the first 14, 15 years of our lives were conditioned by our environment. So I'll just use me as an example. Um, I did not grow up in a very well-to-do family, um, so I grew up with um, money's bad. Mm-hmm. Like having you know, money Like having bad. money is bad. It's not good. Right, and I just always remember feeling like, oh my gosh, I have a hole in my shoe. I'm so embarrassed to go to school, and I'm ashamed, and I'm ashamed, and you know all that. Well, that all carried into mm-hmm. adulthood, right? So today, you know, I I work on a lot of money's not bad, right? So I'm trying to change my belief that money is bad, and that's kind of what Psyche does. It helps you decondition the mind and those beliefs. Okay. So it's like learning what beliefs you have like mm-hmm. under the surface, and- right? Because sometimes you don't even realize it. Oh, yeah. You know, and I feel probably like, a lot of the times. Oh, yeah. Like, one of the biggest parts about what you do is probably just getting people to realize, mm-hmm. like, what they're telling their, mm-hmm. themselves and what they're actually feeling. Right. Like, just bringing the awareness to that. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that you just said straight up, you were like, oh, you know, I saw this therapist because there's obviously, like, a stigma with that. Like, people mm-hmm. are so, like... People don't want to talk about that. People don't want to talk about mental health. Like, I told someone the other day, like, maybe you should go talk to someone about this. Yeah. And they were like, oh, my God, you think? Like, is it that bad? I'm like, no, it doesn't have no. to be that bad. No. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be bad. It's just, like, you, we're just human. I, exactly. I just wish that, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, an analogy. Like, it's like you don't have to wait to come to PT like until you're injured right like it can be just like a preventative I want to feel good I want to be an optimal human well it's almost like you know I I can't do xyz until I've done this Mm. you know it's like we have to wait for perfection before we can do anything and that's not the case you if you keep waiting for that perfection it's never going to happen never gonna do it right um I think going to therapy, I think doing whatever type of therapy is right for each individual, I am very, very encouraging of that because mental health is a big deal. Like, I mean, I'll tell anybody, you ask me a question, I'll tell you. I, I don't, I'm not embarrassed, I'm not ashamed, I don't care. Um, but I remember when I first started kind of going to therapy, I thought, oh God, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Like, this is awful. Like, I'm not, I can't, don't, don't tell anybody. Yeah. You know, um, but I mean, I had a lot of trauma growing up and that kind of, you know, festered into my adulthood and a lot of, and that's, and that's what a lot of my emotional eating stemmed from. Was your childhood trauma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And which, which, you know, comes up today in different relationships that I've had, that I have with different people. Um, but it's really just therapy is there to help you become aware mm-hmm. of what you're feeling, to express what you're feeling, and 
you know, and move forward with it. Moving forward. Moving forward, right? That's another thing is people don't realize how just talking about it to an objective objective person can help. They're like, oh, you think I just need to talk about it? Right. And they kind of like discount that. Right. And I'm like, to be able to like rant and cry and bash Mm -hmm. and just like talk to someone Mm -hmm. who who cares about you but, like, doesn't have a stake in it right. is just, like, so, like, it's just like a right. release, like, so relaxing. Right. It's just, like, finally able to get that stuff out, and then you, like, hear yourself, and you're like, oh. Yeah. But it all, but that all goes back to your why, honestly, because, you know, people really don't make that jump to go into therapy or go to, you know, ask for help until they really have kind of hit, well, I'll say in my experience, until they have hit rock bottom. Yeah. Because... You know, they don't even realize how bad they're feeling and how how they don't have to continue feeling that way. Um, and it's okay to ask for help. It's like the pain of staying the same has to be more than the pain of changing. Oh, for, yes. For someone to finally make the change. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you, um, so I've been doing Psyche consistently probably for the last two months. Um, I can't even express to you how good I feel. I, I feel so strong. I feel empowered. I feel a, a huge wave of confidence today, more than I did a week ago or a month ago. And it's so much better than talk therapy because you go into a therapist and you're like talking to them for an hour and they say, mm-hmm. okay, see you next week. Yeah. And you feel great for like an hour and then you're like, God, I feel like shit again. So what do you think is the big, you can cuss, it's okay. fine. <laughs> right? What do you think is like the biggest difference? Um, honestly... I can't even explain it to you, but I'll, I'll have these sessions and we work on just these power statements and we do these physical movements and with literally it drains me and I'm so emotionally yeah. drained for probably 24 hours. Oh and then I wake up and I'm like, I don't know who I am today, but I feel so freaking good. Yeah. Yeah, like I could move a mountain today. Like I just feel that good. So do you use those techniques with your clients? Well, I don't use Psyche because I'm not... um, Oh, you have to be certified. Yeah, you have to be certified. And and I'm I'm not there. Mm -hmm. But I do a lot of limiting belief activities. And we do a lot of, um, you know, gratitude practicing and um, working on how we can create more self-compassion and just different activities that we can do to lessen anxiety and, and all of that. So. Who would your ideal client be? Who do you want to help the most? I mean, I want to just help everybody, but <laughs> I mean, ideally, I stick to um, women probably mm-hmm. early to mid thirties to mid fifties. Okay, middle aged women. Middle aged women. Mm-hmm. And what do you feel like, in your experience, has been that population's biggest struggle? Well, they, every one of them has come to me to say, I need to lose weight. I need mm-hmm. to lose 10, 20, whatever. It always starts out at the, I need to lose I weight I need part. to. Right. Yeah. I need to. Um, but, and honestly, like, it's the underlying issue. And I always say this, and a lot of people disagree with me, but I really believe this, is that the key to weight loss is healing your emotional trauma inside because a lot of our emotional and stressful eating and you know mindless eating is all based on our emotions like why do know? people disagree with that i don't know most uh, let we're me let, let me go back and go it's mostly men who would disagree with okay. me because they, you know they're not emotionally you know as emotional as women yeah. are but i i i just really believe that um, weight loss for women is is emotional 
So that's where you start is the right. why and the right. emotions and right. figure out what those behaviors, yes, why those feelings lead to those behaviors and, right. and so right. on. And, and of course, you know, within my 12-week program, um, we have in the very beginning on onboarding, we come up with a, a mm-hmm. plan, a holistic plan, um, and then I hold you accountable for every little, you know, every part yeah. of it. And then we have coaching sessions and, you know, So check-ins. how often do people, do they meet with you? So we have a one-on-one meeting mm-hmm. every other week for an hour. Okay. Is that but, in person? Well, I can meet in person. Yeah. And I've been doing a lot of virtual lately because yeah. I have clients um, all over, mm-hmm. so I'm not just based in Charleston. Okay. Um, and then I um, check in with them twice a week on the weeks that I don't meet with them. Yeah. Like, you know, either we can Marco Polo, we mm-hmm. can FaceTime, text, just you know, whatever. What, just whatever, right? Um, and then I do have them... Um, you know, writing down all of the things that they're doing every day. And then I check that and, you know, we talk about that as well. Yeah. Do you use journaling? Have oh, definitely. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm, so, you know, big in that. So I feel like I need to get more into that. I can't even tell you yeah. how many journals I said to my therapist, like a couple weeks ago, I'm like, I have so many journals. I'm stressed out. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> like, there's the journals purpose. everywhere. You know, you just like, what do you write in it? Oh, well, I mean, I have different journals for different things. And see, that's oh where my, I got a little bit of OCD and I got to like let that go. But this like, this is my feelings journal. Yeah. Like I have a gratitude journal yeah. and then I have like, um, a meditation journal cause I like to journal after I meditate just cause I have different mm-hmm. experiences. And then I just have a journal, like, I don't want to call it my diary, but it's kind of like, it's just free writing, mm-hmm. free form writing. And I just write whatever I feel like writing. And um, why do you feel like that's so beneficial? Well, I mean, it's a good outlet, number one. Mm-hmm. And plus, like my gratitude journal, for example. You know when you're grateful for something and you write it all down, you get that warm and fuzzy good feeling? Mm-hmm. That's what you're cultivating, and that's the reason why you write them all down, so you can feel it, right? And at the end of the day, I'll go back in that same journal, and I'll just think about what I did during the day that made me feel really good, and I'll write about that. And it, it just cultivates all the warm and fuzzies. And I feel like it's just a way to kind of shift your mindset like you know if you're having a bad day or something's going on and then you think about like all the things that you have going absolutely. for you and you're like absolutely. oh wait yeah none of those things really even matter because like look at the life we live absolutely especially during this time oh right now yes what do you feel yes. like you struggled the most with during covid oh my goodness so that's interesting because at first I was like oh my gosh I gotta get out of this house because you know I work from home mm-hmm. well of course we were all quarantined anyways it didn't really matter but, but did um, you work from home before that I did okay yeah I did so I've always worked from home so that part of life for me did not change the only part that changed was now the kids were home and then they're doing school and that was so stressful but um so I really um I didn't really struggle with much else besides the kids in school and all that which was a big deal anyway but um I went out in nature all the time like I started going out for walks I started um finding hike uh, hike, hiking trails but Mm -hmm. nature trails um I started sitting outside on the porch, listening to the birds, walking around in the backyard in my bare feet, like just things I just normally would not have done before. And it just really gave me a sense of simple, calm, Mm -hmm. like this is amazing. Like we all need to kind of stop the rush, rush, rush because life is just going right by. Yep. You know, um, just gave me more of a sense of just being grounded and present really. And it was, it was good. I I really enjoyed it. What do you think you struggled with the most during like the past seven years in your wellness journey? <laughs> oh, let's see. I mean, I think just the normal struggles that everybody struggles with, you know? Um, 
you know, my divorce was a pretty big deal. Um, you know, raising two kids is a oh, struggle, yeah. you know, by myself. And, um, you know, just trying to find my way and what, what's my future going to look like. Um, Did you ever... Are you, a, like, a vision board person? So, okay, that's interesting that you asked me. So, I've done two. Mm-hmm. And I can't ever find all the nice pictures that I, I want to put on there. I go on Pinterest and I search I'm vision like, board. I'm like, those like, are so pretty. I know. Can that just be right. my vision board? Right, But I guess exactly. it doesn't really work like yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. But, um, so, I kind of put them away because yeah. I, I, I kind of started getting really uptight about... Like, I want a nice, pretty picture. Here's what I want, but I need a picture to go with that. It ended up and being, like, like yeah. a source of stress. It is so, yeah. yeah, and then so I was like, you know what? If yeah. that's stressing me out and it's a pain point, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that you brought that up because I feel like a lot of people, they add things to their life that they feel like they should do, yeah. and then they make it stressful. Right. It's kind of right. like, like when I started doing macros, like, I was so into it, and then it got to the point where I was like, yeah. Shh, if I don't hit my macros today... I'm not going to perform. I'm going to feel bad. It was like almost self-fulfilling. I just got really anxious about it. Yeah, so it's funny that you bring that up because when I work with clients, I do not have them count macros, have them count calories. I don't have them count, I don't have them do any numbers because I feel like that adds a component of stress to it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, you know, if I don't hit this number, like you said, or if I get on a scale in two days and it doesn't say this, it's just a, it's just a pain point. Yeah. So I don't I don't feel that that's necessary at the level that I'm teaching at. Yeah. Um, not that it's not necessary at some point yeah, in life, definitely. but and like um, it was definitely helpful. I just had to take a step back from it, right? Yeah. Because it's not like those numbers. Like it started to get where those numbers, and you could say any number, mm-hmm. weight loss, things like that you know, how much weight you lift, like that number started to affect everything else in my life. Yeah. And kind of the same yeah. thing at the gym. Like we all are, yeah. we go to, you know, it's not CrossFit anymore. <laughs> we go to fitness. I know. I always want to say CrossFit, but. But like we're just kind of more of like that high achieving performance. And like when mm-hmm. Alan flipped your box over, you were like, well, this affects my time. I know. And I feel like I do that a lot. I'm like, why? what about my time? What about my score? But I'm like, mm-hmm. is that really why I'm here? Right. I'm like, I'm not here for my score. Like, I'm here to get better. Right. Exactly. But I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah. What I mean, do you... Sorry, what? No, I was just going to say, I, I struggle with it myself. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you feel like was the easiest thing over the past few years? <sighs> My food intake, for sure. Like, yeah. I just don't... I don't even think about it. Like, I'm very I'm very boring with my food, but I eat the same things. Once mm-hmm. I've learned, these are the foods that my body... Um, they like, That my body likes. These are the foods that keep me at a maintained weight mm-hmm. and strong and all the things. It's just... It's like second nature to me anymore. I just eat... I mean, we're creatures of habit. Right. Yeah. It's like once you find a thing... Yeah. So, that was like. pretty... That was pretty easy for me. Um, what are the things that you like the most? Like, the things that do feel good? to eat from a food perspective mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love oatmeal oh my gosh I love, I love oatmeal like, and yeah. not not you not the overnight oats that you put in the refrigerator although those are good eh. but I love warm hot oatmeal like I don't what know what kind? It, just like normal Quaker oats like yeah. not the instant kind not even instant no, I oh you take that. your time oh Oh, this t- it takes like a minute. It's Wait, no big really? deal. Yeah. Oh god, I've been so, using the microwave my whole life. Oh, well, I use the microwave, <laughs> but like okay. um I just put it in a bowl and I use almond milk mm-hmm. and I put chia seeds and hemp seeds. Yeah. Um and put it in the microwave for I don't know, a minute. Creamy <laughs> oatmeal with some blueberries on it. Done. Yes, Done. All the fruit. Like a minute 30 seconds. How easy is that? Love like, oatmeal. Yeah, I love oatmeal. Now, my cheat meals are a little different. Yeah. What are your cheat <laughs> meals? What do you mean by cheat meal? So I treat myself. Right? I mean, 
We all like to indulge in desserts. Is that the wine and the chocolate that you were talking oh about? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I am a sucker for desserts. Yeah, same. And yeah, like, I could eat desserts and sweets all day, every day. Love it. And filet mignon, too. Oh my god, yeah. Someone yeah. offered me that yeah. all the yeah. time. I would definitely um, eat it. And I'm definitely a, a fan of red wine, so, mm-hmm. you know. Those three things those together. Those three things together, I mean. <laughs> red wine, if you want to know your way to my heart, that's yeah, it right got there. It. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Jen Bellini. That's red wine and red meat. What are the, the foods that don't really go that well for you? Um, I don't really like pork, you know, and... um. I don't really eat chicken all that much anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I have probably within the last, I guess, eight weeks or so, been transitioning to plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. Not strict plant-based. Yeah. So, like, you know, 80-20 kind of yeah. thing. Um, and I, so I've eliminated chicken and pork. Um, That's tough. It actually really wasn't that bad. I feel like it would be so hard for no, me. No, it really wasn't that bad. Well, I mean, for me it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I just, I feel a little bit, um, I guess I feel better because I feel a little bit lighter. I sleep better. Okay. Um, you know, all around, I feel I feel stronger. Mm-hmm. And people are just like, well, "What do you eat for protein?" Yeah. I mean, like, tofu. Mm-hmm. Um, we eat uh, quinoa, nuts. Like you, you just gotta get you it. You just gotta get it. Yeah, else. and eat some yeah. and some vegetables have protein, like spinach. Like you know. Yeah. You just eat a lot of it. So you mentioned <laughs> sleep. So what role does sleep play oh. in this whole journey? Yeah, eight hours of sleep, people. Eight hours. Um. I try to go to bed at 9 o'clock because I get up at, well, my alarm goes off at 4.30 every day. So early. And Why I, so early? Because well, I, I work, I go to work out. Oh, yeah, you go to the gym in the morning. And you have kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, but sleep is so important for our bodies. We need rest. We need, our, you know, our muscles, if you're working out, they need rest too, right? Your mind needs rest. Your nervous system, all, everything needs to just calm down and sleep it's so important i don't think people understand that i'm like the best thing that you can do for recovery you don't need to get dry needle you don't need a massage like you don't need a smoothie you need a nap just go to (laughs) to sleep an hour and a half to yourself and even if like it's not like i'm sleeping even for that whole Mm -hmm. hour and a half like to read Mm -hmm. a book and to like drift into sleep and just like to set that time aside for yourself Mm -hmm. it's like the best recovery self-care i could think of yeah self-care yeah so i hear this a lot self-care And when you see self-care on Instagram, you see face masks and bubble baths and... I mean, that's part of it. But I would say self-care is anything that you like to do to nourish your body and your mind, right? So if reading a book is self-care, right? It's really Um, just dependent on the person. It's depending on the person, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Just... A walk in nature, a walk on the beach, just or sitting and staring at the water on the, or smelling the mm-hmm. salt air, like whatever nourishes you. That's what I consider self care. You know, even but even journaling too. That's self care. Yeah. Like it, it's all holistic. It's all self care yeah. in my opinion. It's not like there's like you have to put on this face mask, right? And that is self care. Yeah, no, yeah, no. What is your favorite form of self care? I love the beach. Yeah, I love the beach. Like I could sit in the sand and just look at the water for hours like it's that's just my thing I love which it. beach is your favorite around here um well I really like Sullivan's a lot but I can't seem to go out there anymore because you, you can sit on a towel that's it Ugh. yeah you no. can't bring anything no so I've been going to Folly and to mm-hmm. IOP because you can sit there in yeah. a chair but um do you is there a favorite beach that's not in South Carolina hmm 
Costa Rica. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so my friends live there. So, oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so okay. I've been there quite a few times, and um, I'm waiting for the borders to open so I can go make my, oh my annual gosh. trip there, but oh annual my goodness. Annual trip, well, that's great. Yeah, so. So what would you want, what do you want people to know about you that they maybe wouldn't suspect? Interesting question. Hmm. Well, I've got... Seven tattoos. Okay. Some of which you can't see unless I show you. Oh, my God. <laughs> How many can you see? Oh, it depends on what kind of shirt I'm wearing, but okay. you can definitely see one. Mm-hmm. And that's your This logo. is my logo. Yeah. yeah this is a, a lotus flower. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the infinity sign. Um, yeah. Do you know what that means? No. Can you teach me? Yeah. So the lotus flower is a flower that grows in the mud, mm-hmm. and when it blooms, it blooms above the water. So um, it is like... Me, when I was in my darkest, depressive days, down in the mud. And then you start to see the light above the water, and you just rise. And here you are, this beautiful, blossoming woman on top of the water. And that's how... um, and that's how I came to that. But um, I like that. And then the infinity sign is just love because every time I look at that, I, it just reminds me, love yourself, Jen, because you're so worthy of it. And that's what I promote to all my clients, too. That's awesome. I like yeah. that symbol. Yeah, it's amazing. And so if someone were to want to start, how would they start that with you? How do I contact you? Where do we find you? So you can you? find me on my website, okay. movingforwardhealthandwellness.com. Um, I'm on Instagram as well, movingforward underscore JB. Mm-hmm. Um, and my phone number, email, that's all on. I was like, are you about to give out your personal <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> no. But, that's a, but you can find out, you can get through my website yeah. and, you know, and I'm on Facebook too, so. Okay. And what are your goals, like three to five years for yourself and your business? Well, for myself, let's see. Well, I'm trying to get my kids through high school mm. and I want, okay, this is my ultimate goal. Okay. So I want to retire from my bank job mm-hmm. um, in six years. Eight years when my son graduates from high school. Mm-hmm. And I want to backpack across the world. Like, I just want to, like, I'm done. Yeah. And I'll get odd jobs along the way. Or I'll coach virtually. Or, you know, I'll do what, yeah. I, do what it needs to take. But I just really, um, I just want to travel and see the world. What's the, your favorite place you've traveled so far? Is it Costa Rica? I mean, that's, that's a pretty good yeah. place. Yeah. You went to Tulum, right? I went to Tulum back in... Did you like Tulum? in January. Yeah, it was nice. It was it was really okay. nice. It's very low-key. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, I went on a wellness retreat, yeah. so it wasn't like, oh, let's go out and party, party and go to yeah. concerts and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it was very low-key, and I did like that. So okay. that was nice. It was What's your too. favorite place? Um, gosh. I love Sedona. Honestly, mm-hmm. within the States, Sedona was, mm-hmm. was one of my favorite trips. Um, just the, the nature of it. it. I can't even express how I felt when I saw all the mountains and rocks and all the, the beautiful scenery. It was just such a, it was an experience really. It, like I feel like, I'm, I feel like I'm going to cry. Um, two years ago? Okay. A year ago? Two years ago? Yeah. I don't know. I lose track of time. Time yeah. lies. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, my next is I'm going to go to, uh, Yosemite mm. and, um, Joshua Tree. I want to start doing mm. some of the national parks. Okay. I really, I really enjoyed that so much. Yeah. So, so what do you think stands between you and your goal of, one, I know you want to expand your business. Right. Like, I know you want yeah. this to eventually be your full-time thing. Absolutely. And then also yeah. your longer goal of when your kids graduate, mm-hmm. start traveling and exploring a little bit more. Like, what does that process look like? What do you need in the middle of that? 
Well, I need to win probably the lottery. Okay, same. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really need some extra time in my day, and I really need to probably um, refocus some of my goals because, um, honestly, my business has been just on the side as a passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really focused on it as um, a sole source um, a sole source of income, yeah. if you will. So, um, you know, with COVID and, and all the regulations I've passed, I've been super busy mm-hmm. at my daytime job, so I haven't really had much time to focus um, on expanding and doing marketing and that type of thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as soon as that time passes, I'm, you know, switching schedules around so that I can really focus more um, on the business perspective. Cool. And in terms of like your, your wellness and your fitness and your mindset journey, mm-hmm. what is the thing that like you're currently working on the most? Personally? Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I am focused on some childhood trauma that mm-hmm. I've been working on. Um, it's interesting because I have, um, you know, my biological father, I don't speak to my biological mm-hmm. father at all, and that's where a lot of my trauma lies. Um, and I have been seeing patterns of my relationship with my father and that relationship pattern with another person. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm focused on right now is getting strong and getting, um, more, um, confidence in and, and removing all that childhood trauma so that I can move on with my life. Yeah. Really. Yeah. How long have you been working on that? Well, I thought it was all gone yeah. doing all the talk therapy, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. Um, probably about two, two months. Okay. Yeah. Pretty recent. Yeah. 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 But I'm telling you that that psyche therapy is amazing. How'd like, you find that? Um, so my therapist is Ellie Richter. Yeah. She um, works at Still Soul. Mm-hmm. So that's how I met her. Okay. Yeah. Um, but she's she's amazing. So. Yeah. I know. Like yeah. I've, I've seen her stuff. I think I used to even like get her emails. I'm yeah. Not sure how. Yeah. Okay. So now a few quick questions. Yeah. So what's your favorite thing to do for exercise? I mean, duh. I like climbing the rope at CrossFit. Yeah. Like fitness. Is that Crossfit your favorite fitness. thing? I love that. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. All right, what's your favorite restaurant in Charleston? <sighs> Halls. Oh my gosh, yeah. I had three meals there two weeks ago on a Sunday. Three meals? <laughs> there for, I went there for brunch, and um, so I had brunch, and then I went shopping with my girlfriend, and then we went back for lunch. And you went for dinner and, too? And then, yeah, we, then we went shopping the opposite end of King Street, oh and we gosh. went back and we're like, let's eat for dinner. I'm like, oh, let's go back to Halls. I literally had three fillets. Oh, and their wow. Friend, and had their French toast for brunch. It was Oof. to die for. Okay, on that note, what's your favorite drink? Oh, red wine. Okay. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. That's like all time. What type of red wine? Well, it depends. Mostly like Habs. And I like okay. Bordeaux as well. Mm. Yeah. You're not really like a martini girl? Uh, no. I just picture you as a martini girl. Well, let me tell you why. I'm not saying I don't like them. Mm-hmm. But if I drink hard liquor, it only <laughs> takes one. It only takes <laughs> one. Over. And then I, I'm not responsible for what happens stiff. after that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite music to work out to? Oh, yeah. See, I'm an 80s girl. So, like, I like, like, Guns N' Roses and, oh, um, like, wow. Def Leppard. Like, I love 80s, like, hard rock. Yeah, for and sure. And then what's one thing you want your kids to learn from you? Um, I want them to learn to love themselves. I want them to know that they don't have to be perfect. I want them to grow up and live their true self and feel confident to speak 
their their mind in a respectful manner um, and that boundaries are healthy and it's okay to say no love that yeah all right well I think that's a great place to stop perfect well thank you so much so Jen Bellini owner and founder of moving forward health and wellness Instagram Facebook yeah. all the social media right you yes. can find her yeah. thank you so much for having yes, me I appreciate it yeah thanks for listening guys all right everybody thank you so much for joining us on the Healthy Charleston Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, we would love for you to head over to Instagram, search Healthy Charleston, one word, like, follow, comment on today's episode. If you have any questions, comments, if you have possible guests that you want us to bring on, if you have any topics you want us to discuss, reach out there, send us a direct message. We would love some feedback. Also, if you get any extra time, head over to iTunes, give us a rating. Again, put comments there. We love your feedback. Have a phenomenal day.